That's what you're not gonna do. <laughs> Welcome back to Soulful Ratchet, episode 27. We getting up in these. Yeah, you you got numbers in here. You got uh, skin in the game. Putting that work in. We love having you guys here. Ray Bay with the balance on the episode. All right, due to scheduling conflict, Boo Bay with the balance couldn't be here. She will be back next episode, though, we promise. But uh, again, we have Miss Connie. I'm back. The producer. <laughs> and then we have uh, Ray Bay with the balance. Ray, you are not Ray Bay with the balance. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. That show's so close. I'm gone. I am. I quit. Anyway. What's up, Buttercup? What's up, Buttercup? Ray, I forgot that one. Anyway. So this episode, we was talking about like um, spiritual journeys and life purpose. I mean, think about it. Um, for the most part, at least I'm 33. And I know that all my friends that's in their um, early 30s or even late 20s is having this conversation with themselves. It's like, um, you know, your early 20s is about getting it and hustling and partying, living your best life. And after you do that, you kind of get to this point like, Okay, is this it? Or is it more to it? You start looking like, you know, just looking for more. You know, that higher level of consciousness. So we started talking about purposes and living in your living in your purpose and like utilizing your gifts and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? I'm sure the wretched ministry wanna talk about that. Yes. I think we're all dying to know. Does well, according to you, does everybody have a purpose? Well, in my opinion, I feel like everybody do have a purpose. I feel like if you were conceived out of the million, million babies your daddy shot the club up with, you made it. (laughs) You made it out of all of them. You have a purpose. Everybody that was conceived have a purpose. Hmm. Purpose to me means actually using whatever your God-given gifts are to serve people to serve your humanity. I feel like it's okay to make a monetary value off of it, but how do you further your, how do you fulfill the humans? Mm. How do you, did I say that right? How do you, how are you helping others? Yeah, like propelling humanity forward. Exactly, exactly. So I know that Ray's perspective, because we talked off air, is slightly different. Ray, tell them how you feel about gifts or what everybody's purpose is in life i think as humans your purpose is to reproduce as humans just like i guess animalistic yeah like right to reproduce like cells reproduce all life it seems like the purpose is for life to reproduce but what if you like are born uh with an inability to reproduce then you can't reproduce I mean, that don't, in society, that shouldn't make you less valuable or less important. But if we just talking about like basic instincts, just like you need to breathe and you need to go to the bathroom, you need to eat, you know, I think reproduction is your primary objective. So you also said something about if you have like a gene in which you can't reproduce, then maybe it shouldn't like, you shouldn't have any offspring Tell us about that. Oh no! Nah. If you can't, re- if you got a gene where you can't reproduce, you just won't be able to reproduce. Okay. But like, uh, I think we was talking about Oprah chose not to reproduce. You know. Right. That's her choice, and she a billionaire. You know, you don't have to reproduce. So but if everybody chooses not to reproduce, it won't be no more humans. 
I think like for people who don't reproduce, I feel like humankind has evolved past the point to where you have to physically um, have offspring, you know, like, so we, if we use Oprah as an example, she's a person who has done so much good for humanity to where her legacy and her, the effects that she has had in life will live on despite not having children. Mm-hmm. If everybody choose to not reproduce, then what? Well, first of all, everybody's gonna not choose. To we just talking about hypotheticals, right? They're not gonna make that decision. I, I think that it's such a primary, like, basic thing to just reduce us to um, procreation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, say for instance, I, I think that maybe when you were a caveman, you could just that was um, it, right? Like, you just your purpose in life is to have eight kids, and you are um, not caveman material if you don't. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Now that we evolved to just where we are now, it's it's people out here that, you know, had kids and dad at childbirth. Your purpose can be to save a child. Like, it's it's a basic thing just to reduce us to, you know, like. I'm just saying, as life, we suppose. I'm not saying as far as once you start talking about consciousness and all that extra stuff. You saying that on a basic animal level. On a basic, right. But, of course, as you start. You know, we intelligent, so you feel like I got a different purpose Mm -hmm. spiritually, you know. So what is your purpose like on a spiritual or conscientious level? Honestly, I don't know if I have a purpose that I didn't choose. I'm choosing my purpose is to raise my kids and be happy. That's my purpose. I ain't, you know, make my kids the best they can be. And what about you, Dorothy? Dorothy's purpose is to serve me. That's why she was put here to serve me. I answered that for Sister her. Love, Move on. I don't know if Sister Love agree with that. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I feel like as far as um my purpose, don't just though. dismiss what I said. No, baby. I know I was created for you. No, you was created to serve mm. me. Serve. <laughs> Say serve. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I wasn't created to serve you. Now, maybe God right. and, and his human people, but not you necessarily. I mean, as a wife, I have my duties, but come on now, let's be for real. But anyway, I feel like as a, we all have our purpose. Um, your purpose is, your, you know, to utilize what you're passionate about to and figure out how to serve people with that. Um, as far as me and I go, my, um, I like to cancel people. I like to care for people. Um, I, I like to take care of them. I like to see um, them improve, be it mentally, spiritually, or even um, physically. Mm-hmm. So my job as a hospice nurse, it amplifies that in every way. Like I, I go to I go to work and I'm actually happy to be there. I'm happy to do what I um, came to do. What I'm actually being paid to do. I'm actually great at it and I'm very passionate about it. I'm very fulfilled in my job. Mm-hmm. But that's because um, what I'm naturally passionate about, I'm actually putting to work on a daily basis. So, do you feel like caring for people is a part of your gifts? Yes. Okay. I, I definitely feel like caring for people, um, being empathetic and compassionate, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just. Um, actually being able to talk to them and just make them feel better right you know um along with being professionally prepared to do so like you know you cut your leg off i can 
talk to you about, I can, I can change your wound, mm-hmm. but I can also talk about how this deformity affects you holistically. Right. You know, and that, that's my gift. That's what I do. And I just, I'm happy to be able to do that. What's your gift, Connie? Um, I think that my gift is storytelling. And I won't say that I'm fully using my gifts right now because I know that I need to explore that route in a different way. But helping other people to tell their stories is my gifts, which is why I love to produce. So this is me exercising my gifts right now. Mm-hmm. Ball Stands Productions, is that the name of the company? <laughs> no. Wow. It's Power of Voice Media. Power of Voice Media. Yeah, I'm going to put a tag at the end of this podcast. Hell so yeah. Did you, did you? I have a website and everything. Oh, Go visit up. powervoicemedia.com. Sofa Ratchet up. up there. That's what's up. Yeah. Hell yeah. The right hour, boom. But I want to use this gift to reach more people because a lot of people, you know, they need to hear other people's stories so that they know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like you helped me. Like, I have my... Um, we got to wrap this up. Power about to come on. <laughs> Gotta wrap this up. <laughs> That's your gift. Helping yeah, fifty. <laughs> I feel like um, you definitely help regular people like me who want to talk to more. You know, people that's not around the corner from me or not directly on my friends list. You are helping me reach those people mm-hmm. and kind of, um, you know, like culminate and make myself a little bit better and expressing myself and my thoughts or whatever. You know, yeah. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you. So. What happens if you do not use your gifts? Uh, Or what do you think? As far as as what I think is, if you do not use your gifts, they don't go away. I feel like what happens is is it creates a a void or unhappiness where we're going and we're doing jobs on a daily that's not fulfilling us. I feel like um, it keeps coming up and it keeps coming to you. Like, for instance, I just came to you about, um, like, you know, I heard you can help me kind of thing. I feel like it's always going to be a whisper on your shoulder until you actually utilize these things. You will always feel like it's something going on or you're not happy. You're not reaching your potential because mm-hmm. you haven't even tapped in your potential. I feel like um, if your gifts are something that has to be practiced, even though it's given it to you, given to you and you're very passionate about it. Like for this podcast, if you listen from episode one. To 27, I'm dra- I'm way very different. <laughs> I'm way different, but I have to exercise those gifts, you know, right to build that muscle. Exactly to build that muscle. But if I don't u- utilize that muscle, that muscle will always be there. Mm-hmm. It'll just now wear on me. It's a burden. It becomes a burden on you that you're not using it. Right. When I was in high school, I used to uh, do a lot of public speaking. So I used to be a part of a team. So every Saturday for like four years, I would go to all of these different competitions and I will always like kill. And so I always thought like, well, what is the one thing that I know how to do? Speak, you know, I can read something and make it come alive. So I went to school for journalism and I thought that I was going to be a news broadcaster because I mean, that's what I was kind of groomed to do. But I started learning about how you know, broadcasters and a lot of journalists. My purpose is to take care of my kids. I'm, I'm giving y'all, I'm giving y'all firsthand glimpse of my purpose. I'm taking care of my daughter right now. <laughs> so, I started learning about how journalists can be mostly puppets, you know, and how they further a larger agenda and bias, and they feed that to the public. And so, I really felt like I didn't want any part of that. And for a long time. 
until I like found podcasting, I was so like sad and depressed and felt like I missed out on my opportunity Mm -hmm. to fulfill my purpose. But the reality is that because I had also always felt like, well, if you don't use your gifts, then you lose your gifts, A, and God will give them to someone else to fulfill that work. But really my gifts, I, I would say the gifts remain, but the vehicle in which I would use the gifts changed, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. You keep the gifts. It's just up to you to figure out, like, you know, how are you going to utilize those things? Mm-hmm. Initially, it may not be what you thought it was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. in, in your conversation, to be quite honest with you, you don't want to be a puppet. You want to be a puppeteer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you had you 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 think you found podcast you know what i mean exactly but it really that's what was supposed to happen it went in that order that's what you were supposed to do you know what i mean you were able to help people it's just like a attorney they have a gift to debate and they have a gift to prove their point by understanding your your point and already what you're going to say and find ways to debate that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um they found being an attorney to be what's best for them and then they found um, working to um, change the injustices or rehabilitate the criminal system or, re, you know, restore the criminal system or equal rights or pro bono work, work for the poor. Mm-hmm. So they're actually um, using their purpose to make money, but also furthering human being. They're giving back. They're doing something for other people. Right. Now, that's important when you talk about purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, like for you, your purpose is... Um, speak your purpose is speaking and doing media and being able to put the picture together, but it's also f- helping foster me ex- use my gifts, right? So you're giving back by helping me do this, mm-hmm. and that's living in your purpose by using your gift to me. Let me clear that <laughs> <laughs> to use your God given gifts to contribute to others to help further others, yeah. You know, I, I hope that makes sense. No, it, it makes perfect sense that it doesn't always turn out the way that we pictured it in our mind. Mm-hmm. And it can be like dual. Mm-hmm. One will serve the other. So I wanted to ask you about like your spiritual journey and what that exactly looks like. I know a lot of people, you always saying, oh, I try not to curse, you know, <laughs> excuse me for cursing. So how does that you know play into your journey okay as far as like my spiritual journey i break it down like this for people and other people have different opinions about it but when you think of the highest version of yourself what does what does the highest consciousness of dorothy look like ray connie um it's going to be individualized because that highest version of yourself from where you are now to that person is your journey Mm. I hope that makes sense. No, it so, does. So say for instance, when I think about me, um, I one of my things is I don't want to lie. You know, I want to be honest, even if it hurts your feelings. Mm-hmm. And even if I figure out a way, I hate to use the word sugarcoated, but just to be able to articulate that in a way where it's understood, you know, and respect it, that it may hurt. Mm-hmm. But it still had to be said or respect that you may not like it or whatever. But just... It's the truth. It's the truth. And just living in that truth. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I, um, and another thing is, is the highest version of myself does not hurt anyone mm-hmm. or the earth. Like, as far as like littering and you know what I mean? Like the highest version of Dorothy would be a vegetarian. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like the most 
uh, environmentally friendly lifestyle or is it just because that's part of you wanting to be healthy? No, because um, when you eat meat, someone had to die for you that's to true. eat them. That that is death. That is murder, and that is at the. That's for your. You're saying so I can survive. Survival of the fittest. Right. You're saying so. That's that, nature. Right. People attribute it to nature, but it's a lot of things. Gorillas. It's a lot of vegetarians out here that's stronger than us, mm-hmm. and just. So you're supposed to kill the plants. Yeah. So why are you gonna kill the plants, but you're not gonna kill the animals? You're gonna discriminate. Well, I'm as far as living creatures go, I do. Not saying that plants are dead. They're alive, but I'm just saying. I would much rather live off fruits, berries, So you'll kill grains. white people before black people? <laughs> no. I don't want to kill anyone. That's my Lead point. the fifth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's my point. I don't want to kill anyone. But you so, are killing something. So the highest You're killing something that's alive, that's living. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Y'all need to see Ray's eyebrows right <laughs> now. So I would definitely, like, the highest version of me would not hurt anyone um, mm-hmm. or the Any planet. living creature. Any living creature or um, the planet. Like, I wouldn't litter and I would. Um... My daughter's purpose in life is to feed herself. She has Rayana, to feed herself. that's the sound of the freezer right now, y'all. That's right. She getting some sherbet. She getting her something. For her nourishment. But go ahead. I want to have the purest intentions. When I come, when I come to something, when I come to someone, when I come to a task, I want to have the best intentions. I want to be intentional about my goodness. I want to have pure and in, pure intentions. And a lot of us are thinking that we are just, you know, like, oh well, I just did that. I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before I start a task, I want to be clear on my intentions of doing that. My sister, she operates that London. She operates in that fashion, like typically in everything that she does. And it's really been a relatively new mindset that she has adopted. But she'll say how she manifests things based off of her intentions, whether good or bad. So, for so instance. So she'll do something with bad intentions? Oh, maybe I won't necessarily say good or bad, but maybe intentional or unintentional so what she like for instance she has a father who has multiple children but her dad has a son who's in kindergarten and so she woke up that morning and she was like i wonder if i'm gonna see this man at chloe's graduation today and so she just laughed her nephew go to chloe's school her brother. Oh, my, my bad, her brother. Yes, and so she saw. We saw her dad there. That's what's up at Chloe's um, See, graduation. Yeah, family reunion. Yes, it was like it was wild, and she was like, "Oh, she was like, I manifested that because I woke up today like, haha, I'm gonna probably see this man at her graduation." But that's just an example of how like she's like the it, the problem with it is that I came into it with that intention, you know, not even like really fully committing to it, but I already put that thought out there. Mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely have had situations where I feel like I've manifested things in my life. Um, as far as like, um, but now I try to figure out what's my intentions before I speak, before I address an issue. Like, am I bringing, am I bringing this to him so that I can argue? Mm-hmm. Or am I bringing this to him so he can understand me, so he can hear me, so we can work this out? What's my intentions? You know, because right. sometimes I'm pissed off and I intentionally want to argue so that I can release my negative energy and he could take it. Mm-hmm. Energy is, you know, I don't play them games though. Energy is free flowing, so I may 
intentionally be trying to give him my energy now yeah like that I, but basically my i want to make sure that my intentions are coming to i'm conscious and meditation has had made me very aware of my feelings and my thoughts before i even get to 60 i can say oh i'm going to 60 now but um, i try to make sure that my intentions are pure as far as cursing go before my recent surgery and all the pain that I was in, I didn't curse at all. I had mm-hmm. stopped cursing for like maybe six months. And it was just because I felt like um, cursing was a negative um, thing. So in your highest version of yourself, you see yourself as not cursing. Not cursing. Okay. Not cursing. And the reason why is because um, cursing is a negative thing. We like we say that it feels good and it really stress. And I will not say, I'm not debating that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying what happens is it kind of brings the gritty mm-hmm. to the conversation, the gutter to the conversation. Like we be keeping it a hundred. Like I don't give a fuck. Now imagine your personality and your um, demeanor when you're not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you you cursing so people can see how passionate you are or how you not playing with them. Mm-hmm. But the words and um, the message is going to deliver those things. Whereas if your intentions is to have a, enlightened conversation and let that person know how you feel and clarify yourself um cursing kind of like clouds that so like say if I was saying Raphael I don't understand why you said that to me it made me feel like this versus I don't understand why the fuck you said that to me (laughs) it made me feel like you don't give a fuck versus it made me feel like you don't care about my feelings you yeah, know it's combative so, exactly it's very combative it brings a negative energy mm-hmm. to the conversation and to the tone of the conversation and once you bring it to the tone of the conversation it gets everywhere it gets mm-hmm. on you gets in your spirit your yep. neck get the rolling you know so it's just and it's hard to shake exactly so in controlling my own vibe is just one of those things i wanted to alleviate Mm -hmm. if that makes sense of the highest version of myself i do not curse um as far as like (laughs) and then living in my truth Mm -hmm. um i want to just dwell in my truth and be um accepting of that and only deal with people that is accepting of that i no longer have a desire to be perfect mm-hmm. or be what you want me to be or anybody else want me to be i just want to be my what resonates with my soul right and i'll give you an example my husband will tell me like you just think you a queen or you think somebody is supposed to bow down to you or like um listen and submit or do what you want them to do and it's like before i would have been like oh you know his perfect word is the alpha female i'm an alpha female mm-hmm and when he says it, he means it in a ne- negative way. Um, he doesn't mean it in a positive way. I don't even mean a negative in a negative way. So you mean it if you sit up and talk? How you mean it when you say it? You feel like she just talked to me? That's what I'm saying. I, I, what? I just say you're an alpha female. Okay, well, when he say I'm an alpha female, he doesn't mean it in a positive way. You mean it like in a, as a bitch, right? No, I don't. And how you mean it? I mean, like you're an alpha female, like in a in, in an animal hierarchy, it'd be like somebody that's in charge. You would be the top female. You would be the alpha female. Right. You know what, Dorothy? It's possible that you were a very important person in your past life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In every life. <laughs> Maybe she just think highly of herself. 
But if a, if a person presented to me before, no, not a person. If my husband presented to me that I was an alpha female and he meant that in a negative way, I would try to get that shit off me. And I would dim try your light. to prove that I'm not an alpha female. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, I fucking might be. <laughs> okay, like, we could talk about that. You know, like, right. okay, because if I am who I am, my list of traits fits this. Oh, then that appro- that's an appropriate fit, and I don't give a fuck. I no longer want to change to, right. you know, to not be that. It's like now I'm more or less like, oh, if the truth is I'm an alpha female, what we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to play our positions? But it's alpha female. Right. You know what I mean? That kind of You're thing. You're still just the alpha female. I'm the alpha male. So you're still below me. Well. She mean. Jesus. The offense. Oh, <laughs> what you mean? Oh, my God. But now, see, the thing is, is you just said I'm an alpha female and you are alpha male. So I'm below you. Now, you, if you would have said that to me five years ago, I would have been like, what the fuck you mean? Don't say that to me. Don't do this. But now that's your motherfucking truth. You feel oh you are alpha male and I'm an alpha female and I'm below you though. Mm-hmm. So that kind of shit manifests in your personality. That kind of shit manifests in your relationship. Speak your truth, bruh, so I can know what the fuck I'm dealing with. I know that when I'm talking to <laughs> Dorothy, you're not being your highest version of yourself right now. Well, she being her authentic self. Yeah. <laughs> I am definitely my authentic self, but like I said, ever since I had the surgery girl, I've been cursing like 40 going north. I'm going to work on it. I definitely am going to work on it. But that's the thing. I'm, Sister Love will never tell you that she's perfect. Right. Sister Love will always say, this is what I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. This is the reason why I'm working towards it. So that you can understand it and you can create your own goals. Because once you hear my list, you're going to be like, damn, yeah. What's yeah. my list? I exactly. got to go home and, and really think about this shit myself. Like, I got a list of things that I would like to be, I mean, to become in maybe five years and three years. Mm-hmm. But... I don't have an actual tangible list that I can refer to, you know. Right. And then we have, most of the time, we have goals towards other shit. Like right, material obtaining things. Obtaining a car and obtaining a, but, and that that's where it comes with the hierarchy of, like, um, self. Because mm-hmm. first you got to eat and yeah. survive. You have to have fucking air. But now that we, Ray and I have been like, okay, we want to get these cars. We want to get a house built and all that shit. Once you get to this shit, the rest of it's it. It's like, what's like, next? Right. And that's why I can have this list. Mm-hmm. So don't be a third. Don't be somewhere at home talking about some. I should have had my list by now. No. I am going they in the. They say this is a big rich town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> it steps to this. And now that I have had that material shit, it's like, oh, no. But or, you know what? Studies do say that when you are trying to get to like your next economical stage in life, the best thing to do is work on yourself. And those things, you'll mm-hmm. attract those things and they'll come. I agree. I agree. Once you start getting you into place, everything else will fall in, in order. Right. And that's so true. Because I have had family members and friends say, I don't, I don't deserve Ray. Mm. They might, they say that um, I didn't deserve to, like, even the, going through nursing school and not having to work, I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve certain things that came to me in my life. But you can never think of a time where I had ill intentions. Or Somebody told you that? Hell yeah. That you ain't deserve a God? That's what's up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Then who does? <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, people have told me that. Like, people have, uh, you know, always said that I don't deserve certain things in my life. But when you think about it in real life, I've never had real, I have not had any hate for anybody. Like, you can't have what you are, refuse to celebrate in somebody else. Yeah. So if, if you. That's them projecting onto ex- what they think they don't deserve. Exactly. So I've always been the kind of person like, um, you know, if my brother was doing good or my family was doing good, it's more like I'm genuinely happy for them. Like it's me. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, I'm getting those things. It's coming to me. I didn't, I applied for the nursing school and forgot about this nursing school. Mm -hmm. The truth is I put, I was the plug for you. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. Boy, shut up. Nah, I put it on. It's, it's people out here. And nah, I put it on in admissions. People in my class that were struggling to get into the nursing program. I applied and uh, forgot about it. Got mm-hmm. pregnant and dropped out of school. Yeah. They called me like, where you at? We've been, <laughs> we, been trying to contact you to get into this program. Literally. Mm-hmm. So every, things have just been like that for me. You right. know what I mean? But that's because I, that's what I put that out there. I put I put that energy out there and I feel like it. it is attracted to me. Like, money comes to me. I'll be like, ah, oh, I need a job. Like, I literally, I'll give you an example of what I just manifest. Manifest. I was like, I'm tired of going to people's houses. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of driving around a thousand places. I just want to be in one facility. And then I just see patients and I don't have to leave. I don't have to drive around anymore. I just want to be in that building. It didn't take a week. Wow. It didn't take a week. I never even heard of the goddamn position that I uh, <laughs> that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then somebody called me with that position. Yeah. But that's because I'm... I'm you doing, put it out there. I put it out there, and I'm doing my best. You have to at least level up. Like, we want all these blessings, and we want to be, we want this, and we want that. We want to be blessed, but we don't want to be a blessing. Mm. Whereas I'm focused on being a blessing, mm-hmm. and blessings come to me. I genuinely believe that. I'm not even, I wish Sharika Hickish was here because she could tell you, like, I'll be like, I want this. Or, you know, I want this needs to happen or whatever. It's going it's gonna happen immediately. Like my friend Nakai, she was like, You got you need to watch what you say because your stuff just comes so fast. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm genuinely happy, you know, I'm genuinely like my friend Kim, she told me that she was like, Gee, you are so just severely unbothered. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I don't try to internalize anything but, like, the, the good. Right. Know? And when things are bothering me, I try to just, like, okay, let's work through this. Or, like, she mad and why she mad? Or, like, I told my boss, I'm like, I'm trying my best at this building, but I'm getting kind of discouraged because, you know, they want to find an issue. Mm-hmm. But my boss like, you continue to be your happy-go-lucky self. And it'll work itself out. Yeah. You know, but... I'm known for being a happy-go-lucky person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I was thinking, too, like, um, as far as, like, being a blessing and just being my, my goal and, like, my mantra, my real mantra that I say every day when I wake up and before I go to sleep is, I am peace, I bring peace. My peace cannot be disturbed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that. my peace is very important to me. Right. And everybody like, well, how do you get peace and how do you... Um, keep it i'm like you really have to figure out what's important to you mm-hmm. like i have my milestones that are very important to me i had to come to terms with those milestones that are very important to me and make sure that those milestones are 
um, from within, like mm-hmm. not and in- not externally motivated. Exactly, exactly. I think peace is something that is so underrated. Peace, yeah, peace is something that's definitely so underrated. Yes, because you can't really show your peace on social media. Yeah, you can't really demonstrate your peace. You know, without people even trying to attack your peace as mm-hmm. well. Why do you have to demonstrate your peace on social media? Well, well see, that's the thing. If peace is undervalued because it you can't, can't see it. Exactly. We. As a community, we are just, or as a society, we're holding on to stuff that we can see, we can show, we can stunt and floss. So peace is like low on the totem pole. Right. You know, outside of quotes, what the fuck you going to show? Only once you decide it ain't low, it ain't low. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that a lot of people are so used to living hectic lives and hustling and bustling and, you know, being shortchanged that they don't understand that they're, Life can exist without all of that nonsense and chaos, you know, especially like black people. Sometimes when you like come from an underprivileged family, you yes. just think that that's the norm for living your life. And it's not. Mm-hmm. You are addicted to stress. Yeah, you addicted to the stress. Yeah. You addicted to stress. You addicted. You addi- addicted to anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, I was li- I was addicted to being late. You know, the stress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't start getting ready to like, yeah, I could have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I would just start getting dressed later, not giving myself enough time and just rushing, high anxiety, getting pulled over by the police and shit. And I, I had to ask myself like, do you what? like this? All right. <laughs> like, you had enough time to do this. It's like you are addicted to the ru- the rush of the anxiety or the stress. Mm. And it's counterproductive. And people don't even realize, like, it's actually having a that flight of flight response is very stressing on the body. Yeah. And we're, like, living in, in, in like that 24 hours a day. It's a lot of, like, living paycheck to paycheck. That can be addictive, like the feeling of, oh, I'm going to run out and let's see what happens, you know, mm-hmm. and where it's going to come from. Like that mentality is ind- addictive as well. It's a lot of stuff that now that you say like procrastination, um, I know I would definitely wait to the last minute to do a paper. And that is like when a switch would go on and I'd Girl, be in overdrive. And make the best paper Yes. It's like, why couldn't nothing just click when I yes. had two weeks to do this? Exactly. And it's like, I will make the best paper, like, at the last mm-hmm. minute. Like, I'm actually a functioning anxiety addict. Don't right. even know it. You know? And I'm just trying to, the, the purpose really is just to get you to self-evaluate and see these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, as the moral of the story, I basically think that living in your purpose is to find the things that you are naturally passionate about. And doing those things, figuring out how you can provide and contribute those things to a society. Now, you have to make money for, of course, get your coin, but also you Just get enough coin to be happy. But also use, exactly, that's so true, because we are- You don't need all that surplus shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, that surplus should have had you unhappy like a motherfucker. I now you can live in abundance. You can live in abundance, but it yeah. shouldn't be. Don't be like killing I yourself for abundance. Ain't nobody exactly. living in the abundance excess. unless they selling they sell. I know, I don't necessarily think that's true because it's a lot of people out here that has figured out how to make things work for mm-hmm. them. You know, I call me and Ray expensive slaves. You mm-hmm. know, because it's costing us our time and away from our family to. Sustain things. Um, that I, I'm have. already woke. I'm changing my shit right now. Yeah, you changing it now. Like you know, your your plan is to you know work for yourself. But it now, right now, currently, you are expensive slave. For the next five months, and, max. Anyway. Hey, hey. 
Right. So we're not saying don't live in abundance. We're just saying um, be conscious of the, the cost, the mm-hmm. price, the price of it. If it's your time, your peace, your happiness, um, it costs too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you Can, can I get a yay man? Um, Hallelujah. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. But anyway, again, I love, love, love talking to you guys. We miss the heck out of Ray Bay with the balance. Boo Bay bringing the balance. We miss you. Shots out to you, boo. Don't leave us. Salvaraja <laughs> is on. We can't wait. In the ministry, we can't wait till you back next week. Yes. Um, and let your soul glow. Don't forget to follow us on um, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, at Soul for Ratchet Podcast. Yes. Don't Ray Phileas at Instagram. Don't forget, he, if you follow him, he won't even allow you to follow I him. I sure won't. <laughs> but he'll lurk on your page. You're going to get deleted open. like a motherfucker. <laughs> And if you um and then don't forget to email us at soulforratchetpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on uh, Instagram. Not what is it? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, iTunes, and now you guys are on Google Play and soon to be Spotify. Ow. And don't Ow. For- and don't forget to like Put your soul glow. You ain't doing that no more while I'm on the show. <laughs> Why? Why are you such a hater? Bye, y'all. Goodbye.